Unleash the power of knowledge and connect with the heartbeat of the African diaspora. Download our African Diaspora News Channel app now on Google Play and Apple App Store. Stay informed with authentic and diverse perspectives, breaking news and cultural insights. Immerse yourself in a community that celebrates unity, resilience and progress. Experience the vibrancy of the diaspora at your fingertips. Don't miss out. Empower your perspective today. Search African Diaspora News Channel and join the conversation. The president of South Africa says that America is mad because South Africa took Israel to the International Court of Justice and has also made its intention very clear about suing America. Guess who is not happy, America? Guess who is threatened to fight back and interfere with the internal politics, policy and economics of South Africa? America. Are we surprised? Well, some people have said this was a David and Goliath type of uh, contest. So we must be aware that whilst we have done what we believe was driven by our conscience and our principles, and whilst we also went and did the right thing and take this matter to the courts that were set up by those who were there in 1948 or so as they set up that court, uh, we are being blamed for taking the matter to the very court that they set up. We are now being asked if we are willing to participate in whatever form of discussions that could end uh, this conflict. And Hello there, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our Conversations. My name is Indira Ganga. I'm a business journalist by profession and a digital content creator. I love coming on here and having conversations with you guys about black people, Africans, our empowerment, and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. You can connect with me on social media at Indira Ganga across all digital platforms or come over to my YouTube channel, New Dawn Africa um, channel, where I profile Africa through people, politics, and culture. I wanted to talk about um, one of the address by the president of South Africa, Cyril Ramaphosa. And for those who do not have context, um, Israel, South Africa is one of the very few countries, particularly in Africa, that have taken a very bold and public stand against Israel. They've called Israel um, a country that is infringing on the rights of Palestinians. They've said Israel have too much power, be it political, economic, and even military, to go after Palestine. As tragic as what Hamas did to the people of Israel, the retaliation is, is, is far beyond measure. You know, South Africa is asking very difficult questions like, when is enough enough? How many dead women um, neutralized the amount of people that um, Hamas took their life? How many more children have to lose their parents? How much more destruction in Gaza is enough for Israel to now be convinced that they've actually fought back in a retaliatory manner? They've achieved their revenge and it's now time to allow Gazans and Palestinians to move on with their life. And this is not a conversation that many people want to have. It's not a conversation even that People are open to having, people just want to dance around the issue. And I think also it's because of how powerful, um, um, what's their name, how powerful Israel is and who their allies are. You know, the UK is behind them, the US is behind them, France is behind them, Germany is behind them. And these are world superpowers that you do not want to cross. So even those that do not agree with what um, Israel is doing are quiet or they do not 
they express their displeasure very quietly and in mild tones so that the supporters of Israel do not pick it up and, you know, just to bring their force on you, but not South Africa, you know. Um, their foreign minister, Dr. Naledi Panda, she is one of those people who's always been very vocal at an international stage. She's one of the very few ministers that I know that outrightly and publicly speaks against the West. So this is nothing new to her. It's just another Sunday in South Africa. And so South Africa made the decision to sue Israel at the International Criminal, or rather the International Court of Justice for genocidal acts. And the court was had, South Africa made a brilliant case for itself. Israel sort of made a defense for itself. And you know, the judgment came out with the exception of one judge, all the other judges were in agreement with um, South Africa. And South Africa made it also very clear that they intend to sue America. Something that did not sit right with them because how dare these Africans try to touch us and come near us. It's, I think it's the first time that somebody has taken that initiative to do that, you know. There have been a lot of conversations about what American military have done abroad, you know, from Syria to Iraq to the Middle East, just the Middle East in entirety, even if they did not have boots on the ground. Um, the amount of destabilization that they've caused through choosing to support certain leaders, giving them military um, weapons, giving them money, giving them political support. Because the moment America throws its weight behind you, you can move with intention slash atrocity. Because if America is for you, who can be against you? And they've gotten away with it so many times. They've gotten away with it so many times that it, the idea that they're untouchable is now cemented in the minds of people. And so nobody ever thought that this day could come or it's even possible until South Africa entered the group chat. And they said that they had every intention of suing America for aiding and abetting the genocide acts committed by Israel in Palestine because they bypassed all regulations to ensure that they got money um, to Israel so they can continue to buy weapons and defend themselves. But we know what that means is to continue the bombardment of Gaza. And unfortunately, um, in the name of fighting Hamas, it's women, it's children that suffer. When Israeli women were, you know, um, hurt by Hamas and some even lost their lives, they paraded that information for us. So it even again begs the question, are Israeli lives do they matter more than Palestinian lives? Because they're doing exactly what Hamas did to the people of Palestine and America is sitting on the sidelines and not calling it out. And that's why South Africa said, we're also going to sue you. But it, it hasn't even been a month, guys. And already they, they feel the fear and they feel the need to almost tread very carefully. They're very brave. They're very courageous. They're still choosing to go forward with this. But they know that there will be consequences and they know that the consequences will be dire and they're going to feel them. You know, when America decides to descend on you, you will feel it. You know, um, they'll take away your right to travel to their country. Um, and we know how important that can be for very many reasons, for education, for health care, for just, you know, you some people might have family there. Outside of that, then the most tragic one, which is, um, what is it called? Economic sanctions. And that is what is really going to hurt them because America is a big trading partner for Africa. But even outside of that, they could place travel advisories and just say, this guy is a Hamas sympathizer and, you know, it's not a safe place for you to go there. Many African economies heavily depend on tourism. So that can also turn out to be very, very, very tragic. So 
the president of South Africa, he acknowledges, he knows that this is a difficult road that they've taken to go on. He acknowledges it, which is also a good thing because I think it allows them to prepare for any eventuality. As we reflect on this matter, we must be mindful that our success has exposed not only the atrocities that have been carried out or being carried out by the state of Israel, it also has exposed the moral bankruptcy of those countries who by their acts of omission or commission are allowing genocide to take place in Gaza on their watch. And we say this, we say this humbly without pointing fingers. We are also conscious of the fact that there will be systematic fight-back campaigns as well. And I say this so that we are aware of it. There can be little doubt that these forces will do all in their power to prevent South Africa from firstly concluding its case on the merits of the matter in the ICJ. Speaking to the lawyers, I found them quite ready, willing, and prepared to take this case forward to its final conclusion. The fight back may also focus on our domestic politics and our electoral outcomes in order to pursue a regime change agenda. Now, some people have said this was a David and Goliath type of uh, contest. So we must be aware that whilst we have done what we believe was driven by our conscience and our principles, and whilst we also went and did the right thing and take this matter to the courts that were set up by those who were there in 1948 or so as they set up that court, uh, we are being blamed for taking the matter to the very court that they set up. We are now being asked if we are willing to participate in whatever form of discussions that could end uh, this conflict. And we've said yes. As South Africa, we are always ready to do so. Well, thank you so much for watching. Let me know what your thoughts are. Do you think that America will retaliate or do you think that um, they know that the world is watching and hence they'll allow South Africa to do whatever it is that they need to do for as long as it's within the confines of the law and they can go to the ICJ and put up a defense for themselves just the way Israel put a defense up for themselves. Thank you for watching. I'll see you again next time.